Up to uh, page Chav Tess. Peace, Lam, and Hay. So, I'm just going to give us an example of a situation which uh, we're all familiar with, but it's one of the beautiful things about the Sefer is that he, he brings out things that we all know, stories that we all know from Chumash or whatnot, and just uh, brings a little bit more to life. So, Nizbainen, again, page Chav Tess, Peace, Lam, and Hay. So we've been talking about this idea of the Rabbanishlam being our father. And the last thing he said was that even to understand what that means, we have to, you know, we could say the words and we're all familiar with it, but what that means exactly, a person needs study, you need to, to think about what that means, Hashem being your father, and to try to bring it to the forefront. So let's take a look at a story that we have in Chumash between a meeting of father and son. Ben Yaakov Yosef, Yaakov Vinu. And Yosef Tzadik, Shinifkushu Yaakov Yosef, when they met after all those years of separation. So Ksiv, so it says in Pasuk, in uh, Parshas Vigash, Vyeser Yosef Merkavtai, that uh, Yosef uh, binds up the Merkav and so on. Vyalik Rasi Sral Aviv, Gaishna, and he travels to Yaakov Avinu, to Gaishan. Vyerelov, and he sees Yaakov Avinu for the first time after so many years. Vyipol Atzavarv, he falls on his neck. Vayev and he's continuously sobbing on the neck of Yaakov Vino. That's the image. So in his mind, let's think for a second. How long was that takufa of him crying on Yaakov Vino's neck? So he says like this. Chazal say that Yaakov Yosef It says Yosef fell on Yaakov's neck, but it doesn't say that Yaakov was crying on Yosef's neck, right? So... That's Rashi, that he was reading Kriyashma. So, presumably, the amount of time that this embrace was taking place was how long Yaakov Inu took to say Kriyashma. So how long did Yaakov Inu's Kriyashma take? He says, Okay, so let's say he's very, you know, let's say, uh, again, you want to say like, like a brisker or like a mokobol, I don't know, which either way, long, long shmas. So let's say half hour, maybe an hour, maybe even more, who knows. However long his, his Shema was, it's not forever. Whatever the time it took to say Shema. Even though Yaakov and Yosef didn't see each other for a very long time. But this, this uh, way of connecting, in that way of falling on each other's necks, Haizel Zmanuot is a relatively short amount of time. It's not like the rest of Yaakovinu's life for 17 years they were embracing each other. Certainly, after whatever period of time, Yaakov Hayakashal Yosef, the Yosef Hayakashal Yaakov, for the next 17 years they were definitely close. They probably spoke to each other every day. But the, that, that, that fiery. Like uh, the strength of that connection of literally falling and crying on each other's necks. So it was not what was a, a certain amount of time, not 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 long term. So he says like this. the next page, page Lamed. Adam writes a marshal. shall ben So if you want to have a, a marshal, what does it look like, really, for a for, for a person to have a hiskashrus with a vinish vashemayim? So yomim and marshal use this marshal of Yaakov and Yosef. Ulam beben eitzel In other words. In other words, like that intense emotional, just overwhelming, you know, uh, experience of the of like 
them falling on each other's necks, that's something that he can't experience with the Rav But he says like this, But when it comes to a Yid with their father in heaven, doesn't have to end. Doesn't have to end. But the Yaakov and Yosef, no, yeah, you have to, you have no choice. You have to separate. Even if you want to continue, you can't. But the Rabbanu Shalom, it's not like that. This is what life looks like. A yid that with that absolute, just, just pure devotion and pure hiskashus. Again, like I've been saying, it doesn't have to be with crying and with emotional outbursts like this. But that feeling, that sense of, of this is all I have in the world. Just like Yaakov and Yosef, at that moment, for whatever that the 50 minutes, half or whatever it is, that's all that existed. All that existed was Yosef. All that existed was Yaakov. Everything else, it wasn't even a matter of like trying to make sure. If, if, you, if you ask them at that moment, do you have to like have kavana, like, you know, try to, try to work on your kavana to have in mind that Yosef and Tzadik is in front of you? Kavana, that the, everything else is completely irrelevant. You know, it's like it doesn't even exist. So we struggle with like davening, you know, we just have kavana. Rahman is like have Kavana. Kavana means like other things exist and you're trying to focus your attention on what's important. Yaakov and Yosef didn't struggle with Kavana at that time, you know? It wasn't like that. It was just that that's all that exists. As Av Gashmi, uh, a physical father, you can't literally hold on to him and cry on his neck the whole time. It doesn't, it doesn't work. Every single moment is possible for a Yid to feel that sense of absolute devotion, absolute connection to the point where everything else is, 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 is insignificant. And I mentioned this before, again, he's painting like a really high-level stand. But the difference between us and the big tzaddikim, I've said this before, is consistency. That's all it is. Anyone can be a tzaddik for two minutes. Anyone can, can have this experience once in a while, three times a day. You say Shema, you close your eyes. That's what Shema is, right? Yaakov was saying Shema then. So you close your eyes, and that, all that exists at that moment is Rabban Shalom. And you realize that everything exists because he wants it to exist. Everything exists because Hashem is a part of it. And, that's, and, and he's your best friend. And he's your mom, is your best friend. He's the only friend, really, you ever have. Because every, everything else is, uh, you know, push comes to shove, no one else really cares about you. You know what I'm saying? Friends come and go, even family. So, you know, at some point, family also goes. You know, there's a, there's a, there's a limit. But the Rabban Shalom is your only friend. So there's, there's a few times that you can really have that, have that thing. You know, Tzadik can live like that all day. But, uh, okay, so they're, they're consistent about it. So maybe we're a little bit less consistent. But, that's, but we can have such a thing. So he says, A person has a schus of living with a little bit of v'shechanti v'shechanti Hashem is living with you. Hashem is, is, is living in a, in a real way inside of your heart. That means that you're connected to Hashem during that time. In a similar way, a little bit, of how Yaakov and Yosef embraced. Where there was, again, the point over here is not the emotional experience. The point is that there's nothing else that matters to them at that moment besides the person that they're embracing. Like, that's all, everything else is, uh, it's not even, it's not typhus. It doesn't, doesn't take up any space. Even, even more extreme than that. That's what it means, that's what it looks like. A connection between the soul and God, where everything else is is irrelevant. Zuitzuris chayim shal Yehudi. That's this is the, this is what a, what a, the picture of a, of a Jewish life. Shechay vitzurah pnimis amitas. That's living in this inner in inner way. And again, like he said before, in order to have this, first of all, it takes practice. 
But more than that, it's like uh, Cal Ripken Sr. used to say to his son, it's not a good eight as a father, but he used to say to his son, people say practice makes perfect. No. Perfect practice makes perfect. Right? You, if you're practicing something incorrectly, so it's just, you know, you're, just, you're driving home an incorrect version of it. So a person could be... There's two points. Point number one is that you have to practice this. A person has to think often about the Rabbi Mishlam, like the, like, the, like the thing that he said earlier on, remember, like writing on a piece of paper and taking it out of your wallet every once in a while to remember there's a God. But what is, but what is that God? If the God that you're practicing and you're sort of driving home every single day and reminding yourself again and again and again, if that God is an angry God, if that God is a God that's outside of you, if that's a God that, that you don't really have an understanding of, so what exactly are you practicing? It's, it's an imperfect practice. You're just drooling into your head an imperfect understanding and, a, and, a, and, a, and maybe even sometimes a negative understanding of the Rabbani Shalom. You need two things. You need to drill it home in your head, but what you have to drill home in your head is, is, is the truth. So a person has to learn about the Rabbani Shalom, study about the Rabbani Shalom, think, and think about the Rabbani Shalom. The Rabbani Shalom that, you've, that you're studying about in a correct way, that's the God that you want to drill home into your head. But mm-hmm. some, to, that, that, again, that's also a mistake. It's not simply like, like you know, okay, these types of farm, just, just remind yourself of the Rabbani Shalom. But you, you have to first know what the Rabbani Shalom is, otherwise you just... Again, you're just, you're just uh, you know, you're inculcating, you're, 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 you're uh, educating yourself falsely. That's, that's, that's also not productive. It's imperfect practice. Nitzar Latzmeinu. So, let, let's imagine to ourselves. B'shosha Yosef nivgash When Yosef and Yaakov meet each other. Ulay apelophon shalohem mitzatzavem. Sorry, let's say Yaakov or Yosef gets a phone call in the middle. Would he answer the phone? Even to say, I'm busy right now, I'll call you back. Even to say that, right? He wouldn't even, he wouldn't even notice that the phone was ringing, right? So he says, Yosef was in Mitzrayim, right? Benechar, foreign land. Many years alone, right? And this is the moment where he's leaving isolation, really. He was surrounded by a million people, but he was managed by himself. And he's meeting his father. Now the moment that he's meeting his father, does he have a head to deal with anything else? Like this whole life, obviously not. It goes without saying. So that's what a yid lives with. It's not. There's no. There's no place for anything else. There's no place for anything else. Even whatever is that. Even when it comes to like you know bring up a family and kids and so on, like, the kids have to sense that in a father and a parent that, that it's not the shot that, oh, gosh, this doesn't matter. Like, it, it does, it's not typhus mokum. Like, like, every time, uh, I don't know, like, every time Alexis drives by, you have to tell your kid, I'm not Gariseth. I'm not Gariseth. We don't care about Alexis's. We care about Ruchni's. You know what that means. That means you're paying attention to it, right? And the kid sees that. The kids have to come, every once in a while you have to remind, obviously you have to remind the kid of what's important in life. But the best way how a kid remembers what's important in life is by seeing that their parents don't see anything else. Like it doesn't, and kids could pick up on that. Like, it's not toifus makim. It's like, it's, you know, if the phone rang and little Menachem, well, he wasn't, he wasn't a child, but like Menachem and Ephraim were there with Yosef, and Yosef was saying, see, the phone's ringing, but keep it of aim. I, I'm not going to answer my phone. To the, that's the, that would be the worst lesson of keep it of aim, right? 
It's like sometimes chinuch, sometimes the best chinuch is, is just to, sh- like, you have to feel it with yourself. It's harder, right? It's easier just to point out the Lexus and say, this doesn't matter, that doesn't matter. But, like, but to get to that place where these things don't matter to you, and that, the kids will pick up on that. It's certain diving kind, like, just, like, who cares? Like, it's, like, it doesn't, it's not even to say. It's not, it doesn't register. It doesn't register. That's in terms of chinuch, and in terms of ruchnis. That's what he's talking about. Like, the real hiskashos of the Rebbe doesn't mean that you're, that you, everything else like there is nothing else. It's not. It's, it's, it doesn't. It's it, you wouldn't even notice it. You probably wouldn't even notice it. That's what a yid, That's what a yid's supposed to look like. To be connected with the Rebbeinu Listen, we, we live in a physical world. And you have no choice but to engage in life, at least a little bit. But the neshama is capable of being connected with the Rebbeinu during those activities. Whether you're involved in Ruchnius matters. Whether you're involved in physical matters. What, what your focus is, what the Neshama is engaged in, what the Nefesh is engaged in, should always be the same. You connect with your And you're not disconnecting from that. Yes, I'm doing certain things. Like, you're doing certain things. And like, I, like we learned uh, on Friday from, from the Nami Lamelech. So a person, there's nothing wrong with wearing nice clothing. There's nothing wrong with, with uh, being presentable. There's nothing wrong, with, well, nothing wrong with enjoying yourself. But, but who are you? Right? If you are just a human being, then there's maybe something wrong with enjoying yourself. But if you are representative of the Rabbani Shalom, you're connected to Hashem, you're, you're a Yid. So what's so bad with looking nice? And, and, and having such a kavanah doesn't take away from his kashas. It's not Adraba. That's why I'm doing this. That's why I'm taking care of myself. Is because I'm connected to Hashem. It's unbecoming. If Yosef Tzaddik is going out to meet his father Yaakov, he's not going to walk uh, like, uh, like a schlump. He's, uh, this is, his whole life has been leading up to this moment. So he's going to want to look presentable. So every moment you're having that dveikas, that moment with the Rebunish Why would you not want to look presentable? Why would you not want to be good, feel healthy, be happy? These are all things that we're doing anyway. It's just a matter of of having that sense of iskashis, you know. Says Zil Hatzur, she did tzarech liches, but that's what that's what a yid that's what a yid looks like. No, should help us to that that's that's the ultimate nakudas. Obviously, to get to that point, it takes time, but that's where that's the goal that you want, where nothing else matters. It's not like you have to be mavatlet. This I don't care about. That I don't care about. Because that means you do. It's just nothing. Else, it doesn't matter. Just nothing else matters. It's not even worth headspace. Well, I'm not even worth that space. Okay? Is that what you get to that? Yeah.